Hey, buddy. Yeah? Um, I need you to tell people what your username on Dan the Man is. <laughs> tell them. Do I have to? You have to. It is your contractual obligation as co-host of Ecology 101. <laughs> tell them what your Dan the Man username is. It is boobooheads 69 <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry. Just so that make sure everybody heard. What was that again? boobooheads 69 <laughs> Okay, dude. Just why? Welcome to Ecology 101. My name is Diego. And my name is Joshua. And uh, we're here to deliver the news today. Yes, we are. Let's deliver the news, good sir. Yes. Extra, extra, read all about it. Yep. Is that all you've got? Maybe. You disappoint me, son. I do? No, man, I love you, bro. I'm mm. proud of you. Okay, let's do this thing. So, um, we've got only a bit of news today. Let's talk first about Justice League Dark. So it turns out that a series has been greenlit to be created on HBO Max, all live action series, all about Justice League Dark. So give me your thoughts. That would be so cool. I know another like uh, live action. Wait, so it's it'll be. It'll be, like, in the same universe as the DC animated movies, but, like... No, I don't think so. But Justice League Dark is in the DC animated movies. Oh, I know that. No, but this is going to be a separate thing. Mm. And I don't know that it's going to connect with... Well, so here's the thing. Of course, fans of the Constantine from the Arrowverse, from the CW shows, are wanting for con that, that same guy to play Constantine. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of agree with. I watched the original. I watched the the Constantine show when they mm -hmm. did like one season of, of of Constantine. I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, clearly, it wasn't good enough that they that they would renew it. But at what? least they brought him back in the Arrowverse. That was cool. Mm -hmm. So the deal is that people want him to play Constantine, but I don't know that this is going to be connected to all that stuff. I don't think so. To the DC animated universe? I don't think so. No, no, but, not animated universe, man. The the live action, the Arrowverse stuff, and Titans and all that. Oh, yeah. Within that universe? I don't think it'll be in that universe. So it's the new universe? I think so. It might be. Then, at least, at least, I mean, they have time to think this stuff through with the quarantine and all that stuff. Like, then, you know, they have time to, to figure it out. So it's, <clears> it's, a, it's like around Justice League Dark. But it's not about the Justice League Dark movie that's coming out. What Justice League Dark movie? The animated Justice League Dark movie. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, 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 no. It's not related to that. So it's just a show that, that somehow... It's a live action show of Justice League Dark. That's okay. what it is. And that's just really dark, like Apocalypse World? Oh, no. No, buddy. No, no. Oh, just Justice League Dark. Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I so, get it now. So basically, like, this is going to be uh, the first time that we're going to see a lot of these characters. I mean, I don't know which what characters are going to make the roster yet. I'm not fully sure. But, you know, as far as, like, characters that have been in Justice League Dark, the ones from the, uh, from the New 52, mm -hmm. from the comics, um, I can tell you the roster for that. We had Constantine. We had... Uh, Enchantress, I think. Zatanna. Swamp Thing? Swamp Thing. Dead Man. 
Uh, who else? Batman, but that was only <clears> an animated movie. Batman was, yeah, right. But Batman did. He's the one that actually made them into the just, in, like, made them a dark version of the Justice League. Mm. You know, he's the one that made them legitimate because they were, you know, they were not a team before. He brought them together, basically. Mm. Um, so it was uh, basically. Let me see. Um, Constantine, Frankenstein, Dead Man, Madame Zanadu. Frankenstein? Yeah. Who's that? Like the monster? <laughs> yeah, Frankenstein, Agent of Shade. You know, like Agent of Shield? There's a thing called Shade, and it's like a dark... You know, like the whole organization that Hellboy is a part of that fights, like, evil things? It's like an organization like that. Anyway, there's someone called Mind Warp. Nightmare Nurse, Pandora, The Phantom Stranger, Princess Amaya of House Amethyst, Shade, The Changing Man, Swamp Thing, Timothy Hunter, Zatanna, Zauriel. And then there's been different ones. Now, I I would imagine that it's this is gonna um consist of you know a few only um to start off. You the, know? Like the movie? Like the anime movie? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't think that it's gonna be a, a huge roster. Like, not a huge roster as in, like, the actual Justice League? Right, right. No. Yeah. Um, so, apparently, there were members of that team of the Justice League Dark that were supposed to have made an appearance in the Constantine show. Mm. But it never got to happen because Constantine was canceled before, you know, those episodes came to be. Mm. Um, and before the cancellation of Swamp Thing in the 2019 series. By the way, that's another thing to, to, to take into account. That in the DC Universe app, the streaming service, Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing is, a is a show, and apparently it was canceled after the first season. Now there were plans apparently to introduce Justice League Dark in that within that show, mm. and to create a spinoff series based off of that team. Now, but it, it did, none of it happened again because Swamp Thing got canceled. But everything's getting canceled by DC these days. Yeah, in January uh, of this year. Uh, Warner Media and Bad Robot, it's a production company. Mm. They were working together to create a dark, a Justice League Dark Universe in film and on TV. Mm. Okay, and then in April 2020, it was announced that the television series Justice League Dark was going to come out for HBO Max. So, and it's, so it's not going to come out on DC Universe streaming. Apparently not. No, no, no. It's going to come out on HBO Max. Nothing comes out on DC Universe streaming. I know, right? Isn't that it's crazy? Like, 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 not even the DC animated movies come out on that. Like, yeah. nothing. Hey, we still need to do a review on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we still need to do a review now that we kind of finished a, a month with it. Anyway, um, my favorite thing about this series, though, is the fact that it's being produced by J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. J.J. Abrams is the dude who produced the new Star Trek movies, the dude who produced the two of the last uh, Star, Star, Wars? Of Star Wars movies, uh, Cloverfield, and a whole bunch of other great movies and shows. So, J.J. Abrams, huge, huge deal. I mean, he's he's one of my favorite directors. I don't know if he himself is going to be directing. I would imagine that he would direct some of the episodes. Um, but the fact that it's being produced by him lets me believe that it's going to be a really good quality uh, real good quality show. So I'm looking forward to that. I think it'll be cool. Um, <clears throat> there was, there's this funny uh, bit, bit of news that I read about Mark Hamill. What? Where he revealed that 
back when he and Carrie Fisher and uh, Harrison Ford were we're going to play the we're going to make the original Star Wars that um sorry not the original but uh uh, Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. which is when you get the reveal that Darth Vader is uh, Luke's dad, mm-hmm. Luke's father. Um, there were two scripts. There were there were two possible endings or two possible reveals that Darth Vader was going to give, mm-hmm. and they did that so that the actors and the crew didn't know exactly which was the real reveal, so it wouldn't get spoiled. Mm. And the alternate one, uh, this is Mark Hamill saying this in, a, in an interview, was that Obi Wan. Was that Darth Vader was going to tell him instead of "I am your father," he was going to tell him uh, "Obi Wan killed your father." Obi Wan killed his father. Yeah, okay. and that and Mark Hamill was was saying that when he when he read that on the script, he was like, "What the heck?" Mm-hmm. Like he, it almost like he didn't know which one felt worse mm-hmm. to find out that Darth Vader was was his character's father, or to find out that this older older man who he had trusted, you know, who was his, his teacher, father? killed his father. Not really, you know, news per se, but, you know, interesting, I guess, bit of little trivia. All right. um, Let's move on to The Mandalorian. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Continuing somehow within the Star Wars universe. In The Mandalorian news, um, so apparently Disney is beginning the the series. I forget what the name of it is, but it's basically a documentary series that goes behind the scenes of the shows that it's making. Mm. And so the first... uh, season or whatever of it is going to be based on the Mandalorian. So they're going to go behind the scenes and show us how they made the Mandalorian. Um, it's going to be an eight part thing, eight episodes, all dedicated to behind the scenes of the Mandalorian. Cause it has eight episodes of the Mandalorian. Oh, I guess maybe they're going to do it episode by episode. Mm. I guess so. It seems kind of weird. I don't know. I guess Disney's kind of like desperate for content right now. It Cause does? yeah, I mean, I don't want to see that. I want to see, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I want to see something new, you know, an actual new show. But again, Disney Plus is desperate for content because it has very little new content on there. So they just have to get whatever they can on there. Honestly, it's not enough to like keep me entertained. Um, how are you feeling with Disney Plus? Have you been watching it a lot recently, or what? Yeah, I watched Onward again. Mm-hmm. I I uh, I rewatched some of the Mandalorian episodes. Okay. And and I rewatched all all of the uh, all of the Clone Wars episodes that have the Bad Batch in them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I I feel like the only thing that I'm watching right now on Disney Plus is um, Star- Clone Wars season seven. Mm-hmm. And honestly, as soon as that's done, like there's really not going to be much on there to for me to to keep my attention. I'm not going to cancel it. I'll keep it. So, if in case we want to still watch it, yeah, or you know, or me, maybe I will watch the behind the scenes thing just because I love the Mandalorian and I want to. I'm curious to see how it all got made, but I don't know. It doesn't seem like a lot of value, and now with all these delays that COVID nineteen caused, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a while before we get like fresh content on there. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting though. <laughs> when is Falcon and Winter Soldier and? WandaVision and Loki going to come out. Exactly. I think Falcon and Winter Soldier were supposed to come out at some point at the end of this, towards the end of this year. But I don't know at this point. I don't I don't think it will. Um, there is another bit of news, though. So they announced that there's going to be a new Star Wars-based series on Disney+. And it's going to be a female-led series. Is it live action? It is, yeah, live action. Um, 
presumably. It's going to feature some female character. There's speculation. Could it be a young Princess Leia? I really hope not. Uh, could it be a Ray? Show around about Ray. That'd be kind of cool. Oh yeah, Ray. Yeah. Could it be a spinoff of Ahsoka Tano? Now that she's going to be introduced in Mandalorian season two, mm -hmm. could they then spin off and give her her own show on Disney Plus? I think that'd be amazing. The director for the series is going to be a woman who directed um, a show called Russian Doll on Netflix, which I, I really liked. And um, anyway, so that's a, a bit of cool news. I'm kind of looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. In other news, Dune. Buddy, are you familiar with Dune? Um, Not really, no. Well, that makes two of us, man. Dune, the original one, came out in like 1984 or something like that. I was born in 1983, and I guess by the time I started watching stuff, I just never heard of it. Plus, I lived in Colombia until I was eight years old. Mm -hmm. So I think that maybe by the time I got here, um, it just wasn't around me, and, and then I had to learn English and all that stuff. So the point is that 1984's Dune is, is a film that's loved by many, many people. It was directed by David Lynch. Uh, people really seem to love that movie. Is it? It's like a, it's like a post-apocalyptic world or something, right? Yeah, but like interplanetary too. Like they're out in different planets, and it's like this wasteland kind of planet. And technically, the planet is called Dune. Is it? Yeah, that's that's a nickname for it, at least. Are you sure? Yeah, that's what the trailer said. Oh, okay. There's a something called spice, which is some kind of like drug that gives you what is more it? life, more life, longer life. Yeah. Anyway, I'm curious about it. And now it's been announced that they're going to be uh, releasing a remake of that movie. Mm -hmm. with, um, a bunch of, with a bunch of good actors. A lot of good actors. So, Like Jason Momoa, um, Zendaya. Javier Bardem. Dave um, Bautista. Dave Bautista, yep. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Josh Brolin. Uh, Oscar Isaac mm -hmm. from, uh, from Star Wars. So yeah, there's there's a lot of really good actors, and you know I'm really I'm really curious to see now the original. I want to see the original movie mm -hmm. and see what it's about before I watch the remake, uh, just because I want to see you know what the premise is. This thing's supposed to come out on December of this year, so hopefully there's no delays because from the imagery that we've seen so far, like the imagery that we've seen. Um, of like the characters and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It actually, you know, they look really cool. The, they the do? yeah, the character design looks looks pretty wicked. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. So, uh, so yeah, I'll be looking forward to that, seeing what that is all about, and then hopefully catching it in theaters so that I can, you know, see the the quality of the remake. Is there anything else we could talk about? I don't know. What else is happening in the world of news recently? It's kind of slow, huh? Yeah. Hey, how about we talk about the uh, what's going on with Clone Wars? Oh, yeah. So, uh, Clone Wars, which we haven't really made a recap episode on. We haven't, but while. I think that it had to do with like how slow the how slow the Ahsoka Tano storyline became. Yeah. So the Ahsoka Tano storyline after the Bad Batch, which was the first how many episodes? Three. Four. Four? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then the Ahsoka Tano storyline went for too long, in my opinion. Like, there were... that. I don't know. I felt like it could have been condensed 
in maybe like two episodes. Yeah, like into two episodes where basically Ahsoka Tano picks up right before. And spoiler alert: in case you haven't watched uh, Clone Wars season seven and you're planning to, you've been warned. Um, so it, it picks up basically where Ahsoka Tano leaves the Jedi Temple mm-hmm. after she decides to not rejoin the Order because they accused her and all that stuff of, of uh, betraying them. So she leaves and she's on her speeder bike thing. And then she goes from the Jedi Temple is basically in the top levels of Coruscant, mm-hmm. of the capital of the galaxy. And she's like speeding and then her bike starts uh, malfunctioning. And then it ends up basically crashing, uh, crashing. Like the bottom layers of Coruscant. Yeah, the bottom, bottom, bottom. And so when she gets there, she meets these two sisters. Rafa and, and uh, Trace. Right. And then they end up, uh, uh, Rafa? Is the older one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Rafa ends up getting them to go on this spice run to get spice, and from one like trader guy to take it to another place, and then to the Pikes. Mm-hmm. And then when they get to the Pikes, uh, on the way there, uh, Trace ended up dumping all the spice because Ahsoka and her sister Rafa got into this back and forth argument, and she was tired of it, and then she just dumped the spice. But then I got them into really serious trouble because now they can't, not only can they not take the spice where they were supposed to, but they can't take it back to the owner, the original owner. Mm-hmm. So bottom line is they end up getting captured by these people. And you spend two entire episodes basically where they're trying to escape and they can't. Mm-hmm. And then only by the end of that episode, do you end up getting Ahsoka Tano finally deciding to reveal that she has Jedi training and that she is a force sensitive individual and she uses the force. To basically, you know, uh, force an escape out of that place. Mm-hmm. That's that is a storyline to me that should have been told honestly in two episodes, not four. Mm-hmm. And um, then uh, they cross over the two. No, not really. But so, so basically, what ends up happening is that um, at the end of the episode, you have Bo Katan, which is a Mandalorian character that was introduced earlier in the series. And she is, or was, the sister of the woman, who, the Mandalorian woman who was ruling the, Man- the Mandalore. The, the one who uh, Obi-Wan fell in love with? Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. And then Bo-Katan basically tells her that uh, there is something sinister going on and that she needs, that they need her help over in Mandalore. Mm-hmm. So Ahsoka gets on the ship with her and she goes off. And then she leaves Trace and Rafa. So uh, then the next episode, this is where we get back to action, baby. Mm-hmm. Now, the last, the, the last two episodes that we have watched of, uh, of the Clone War Season 2 have been... What do you think about them? Tell me what you think. They're really good. What do you like about them? I like that uh, Ahsoka and Anakin finally crossed paths again. Yeah. That it's was pretty cool. That was pretty important. And uh, definitely a lot more action. Like Ahsoka, Ahsoka flipping from plane to plane, destroying Oof. destroying all these dudes so while good. falling. And then even the dudes with their jetpacks can't go down as fast as her. Heck yeah, man. So good. Yeah, in that episode, basically, Ahsoka and Bo-Katan go to visit Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi, and they're basically requesting Kenobi, Kenobi and they're basically requesting help from the Republic Army, mm-hmm. uh, for the Army of the Republic to go and help defend Mandalore, to take it back from 
from Darth Maul, from mm-hmm. Maul, who has now taken it over, and he's taken over like all of the Mandalorian warriors on the it. planet. Do it. And um, basically, at first, they refuse. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they refuse is because they get a, an emergency call notifying them that the Separatist army, the droid army, is attacking Coruscant. Mm-hmm. Now, this is extremely important because now for the, yeah, because for the first time in the Clone Wars series, now we're starting to cross into parallel timeline with, with the movies. With also known as uh, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. That's right. So this is really important because now this is truly heading towards the end. There's only two more episodes left of the entire series. Mm. Both of them are directed by Dave Filoni. By the way, Dave Filoni, Dave Filoni is the one directing these episodes um, by himself, or writing rather, these episodes, which is really significant because Dave Filoni, of course, is the guy who has you know moved this entire animated Star Wars universe through. Everything from Clone Wars to Rebels to the Mandalorian now in live action. Like, he's the one carrying all this. Hey, Tony! Heck yeah. And he's important because he's becoming slowly this type of... um, Kevin... What's the guy from the MCU? The guy who runs everything. But I'm not forgetting his name. Kevin... Um... Man. Anyway, Kevin... <laughs> That guy. Yeah, that I dude. Forgot. God, how am I forgetting his name? I've mentioned his name like I don't know how many times in the Just last look 10 it up years later or something. Yeah. So Kevin, he's the one who is keeping the who has kept the MCU since Iron Man, who's kept the MCU running all with one same shared universe. Mm-hmm. And little by little, Dave Filoni is becoming that kind of character for Star Wars. For Star Wars. And for Star Wars animated and live action TV. Mm-hmm. And this is really important. And I feel like he should remain in that position. And they should officially name him as the main producer for everything that has to do with animation and live action TV. Because... And for Star Wars? Yeah. Because notice what he's starting to do. Like The Mandalorian didn't seem to have necessarily a whole lot to do with Star Wars Rebels or Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly we end with the... Dark Saber at the end, and it's like, what? Mm-hmm. That was last seen on Clone Wars and Rebels. So, all that stuff matters a lot. Now he is in season two. We're getting Ahsoka Tano thrown into the mix, a character that he helped introduce to the world. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't exist before that. So, my point is that he is the one writing the last four episodes. I love that. I love that it's having his fingerprint at the end of the series uh, by himself because he did some co-writing. Throughout the rest of the uh, of the show in a couple of episodes, but those four episodes, man, you feel it. Episode number nine is old friends not forgotten. That's when she reunites with Obi Wan and 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 Anakin. Mm-hmm. Episode ten, the Phantom Apprentice. Phantom Menace, Phantom Apprentice. Yeah. Oh, and, and this is yeah. yeah one go. thing to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, the title turns red like the old Star Wars. Yes, it does. Yes, yes, yes. And the the Lu- Lucasfilm Limited that came that comes out over just a black screen with green letters, just like it used to in the original Star Wars movies when they first came when that when they first came out. So it is all just starting to feel so nostalgic. There's so many little hints in the opening sequence of uh, of. The the second to last episode of like Anakin, like you want me to spy on the senator? Yeah, and then and then uh, Ahsoka. 
You want him to spy on the senator? Yeah. I love that part for two reasons. Number one, it shows how similar Ahsoka and Anakin are. Mm -hmm. And number two, it, it again, is tying it right back to the movie. You know, mm -hmm. it's making us think again of like, oh, my God, this is happening at the same time. You had in the opening of Old Friends Not Forgotten of Episode 9, you had these two shots. One of, uh, of uh, man, I forget this guy's name, Ply Goon or something like that. Plu, Plu Guan, Plu Green. The guy, the starfighter. Yeah, yeah, the, the Jedi with the weird kind of alien head and all that, and he's in a starfighter. And then you have Isla Secura over in um, in Felucia, and they are both basically in the exact same areas in the exact same kind of battlefields where they end up dying as a cause uh, as a result of Order sixty six in Revenge of the Sith. So again, all of it just pointing, pointing. Then you've got Maul. Who has basically throughout this entire Clone Wars, he's been around on the outside of the entire conflict, observing, spying, gaining information. By this point, he's now established his own criminal organization, the Syndicate. Mm -hmm. Crimson Syndicate, I think, something like that. And uh, he he tells his generals to leave, and right. one of them is the guy from Solo, yep. where wherever he gets angry, his face gets all red. Yep, that's that's the guy. So so we see it again. Everything is being tied together in these last few episodes. It is so cool. Most important to me is that basically Maul has figured out uh, Darth Sidious's plot, mm -hmm. and he's realized that this is not just about uh, playing one side. He is playing all sides. Mm -hmm. and he's trying to tell Ahsoka, like, this is happening, and I want you to join me. To stop it? To help. To, together we can stop Darth but, Sidious. But obviously she doesn't believe him. She doesn't believe him. Which she doesn't trust him. unfortunate. I mean, I don't want her to turn to the dark side, but I don't know. It would have been interesting for them to try to carry out a plot to stop him. But anyway, one of the best lightsaber fights that I have seen in any Star Wars thing, anywhere, anything, anything, is the is the lightsaber fight between Ahsoka Tano and Maul. That was awesome. The animation, the action, the sequence all around them, the slow motion of the glass breaking. Oh God, the places where they where they fought, like these, you know, basically metal bars hopping from bar to bar, trying not to fall. Oh man, it was fantastic. It really, really blew my mind. I love the lightsaber Ahsoka fight. loses both her lightsabers and yes, still manages to fight? Yes, she does. Because she is Ahsoka Tano, man. Ahsoka freaking Tano. So now there are only two episodes left. One of them is called Shattered and the other one is called Victory and Death. Wait, how do you know that? Because they announced those beforehand. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, now we um... <laughs> We wait, man. This Friday. Mm -hmm. Second to last episode. And then comes the finale. Oh, man. What a series. And, and I just love the fact that it's all ending like this. And apparently the last episode is only going to come out three days after the first. After the second to last. So it's not like actually not on a, a Friday? Yeah, I guess it's not a whole week. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, looking forward to that. That'll be uh, that'll be pretty cool. And as far as Geekology 101 news goes, um, we're... Uh, Heading towards the end of the Kawabunga series. That's been a lot of fun, right? Yeah. Collaborating with Edgar, collaborating uh, with Lewis. And um, we are also going to be doing a review of the DC Universe app 
uh, just because we haven't done that yet. Yeah. I want to do a review of The Batman Who Laughs, which I finished reading recently, and uh, a whole bunch of other great stuff. So always new content coming up. Please stick around. Hit subscribe or follow. Make sure that uh, you're catching every episode when we drop them. Also, you can catch us on social media. Instagram and Twitter. At G101Podcast. And until the next episode, folks. Goodbye. Peace. Game over.